in construction, yeah, if you tell people you're a hack or you, you know, what a hack job, that's not a good sign. But in marketing, that's become very popular. Being a hacking hacker, you know, Brunson made that all. Yeah, thanks super. to Russell Brunson. Yeah, hacking a sales funnel is what he's talking about, and really, it's just modeling what's what already works. working. Mm-hmm. And I think we should do that in roofing. During crisis and economic depression, small business owners often struggle with making sales and keeping the loyalty of their people because if you ain't selling, it's hard to pay the bills. On the Ethical Sales Podcast, you will learn new ways to selling ethically and communicating with your people to create more loyalty and getting out of the rut of stress and frustration. When there is plenty of sales, there should be plenty of profits to keep things flowing smoothly and everybody be happy, happy, happy. Welcome back to the Ethical Sales Podcast. I'm Elias Raber. I'm Matt Raber. Owen Schrock. We're going to go hacking roofs. <laughs> the roof hacker. Roof hacker. That's what we should get some shirts made. Say Anyone roof wants a free t-shirt, the roof hacker. Model what works. That's what we're going to talk about. And we're talking about marketing, but this could apply to other areas too. You know, if you figure out a way that you can apply a roof, install a roof better, faster, easier, mm-hmm. that still works. Why shouldn't people model that too? That's right. But we're talking about marketing and getting attention. How do you get attention? What are some ways that you can get attention that other people can model? How in business do you, you know, have both hands up waving and saying, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here and get their, get their attention. Jumping up and down at Jumping the same up time. and down. What's that look like in business? Like, well, let's say for example, a little kid wants a cookie and he's in the kitchen. How does he get attention? I mean, he's marketing for results. He wants he this asks, First, he asks his mom for it. Just, hey, mom, I want a cookie. That's like running a classified ad in a newspaper that nobody reads. Maybe. Maybe. I used to read a lot of classifieds, but I haven't read classifieds in a couple Now you of have years, a probably. smartphone. That's what stopped What is a that? classified? Yeah, I get the area anyway? shopper and put it right in the trash. <laughs> we use it to start fire. <laughs> yeah, campfire and roast hot dogs. That's, that's worth more than I might have to keep mine. You remember Yellow Pages? Oh, yeah. That used to be a thing. I remember back when we started a business. I mean, Sheesh, the Yellow Pages guy. Who does that anymore? <laughs> I'm sure there is because there's still Yellow Pages. Like, there, the Yellow Pages only, guy used to hound us like crazy. I'm going to guess the average person in Yellow Pages is probably 83 years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In my opinion, there's only one good place to advertise in the Yellow Pages. That's on the front cover. Really? Probably. Because that's about the only thing probably 90% of people see. Just before they it's put it in the color. trash. <laughs> Just before yeah. they start a fire. Exactly. <laughs> My personal opinion. That's funny right there. I think well, this is, it's a broad, it's more of a broad idea. This is more of an idea, model what works yeah. in marketing. You know, for our contractors, most of them, they're getting their marketing through cold calling or they're doing their marketing through cold calling, actually stopping in knocking on a door, meeting a maintenance guy, meeting a business owner. It's a great way to meet new people. It's a great way to network. It's a great way to build your business. There's not a lot of people anymore in today's world and what we do that actually take the time to knock on somebody's door or walk in and say, hey, is Mr. Maintenance Guy here? By the way, what's his name? I'd love to meet him. I'd love to introduce our company, ourselves, our services, and then actually do that. Like If I would go back and start a roofing business today, knowing what I do today, I would probably put somebody full-time on the road doing just that. And the days that I don't have a whole lot going on, I would go out and do it myself. It's a great way to meet people. It doesn't take a lot of money. It doesn't take much marketing dollars, but you're going to meet people that you'll never meet through online marketing or through mass mailing flyers, even though I would recommend that. 
that can be repeated. That can be modeled. That can be that can be repeated. You know, if I can go do it, anybody can go do it. I think that's what we're talking about. It's not really a specific, okay, this is how you do it. It's just look at what other people are doing. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone and call your peers and say, hey, what are you doing that is making you successful? How are you getting a steady flow of leads? And if you want what they got, you better start doing what they do. Obviously, the simple things that we could talk about, and some of this is obvious stuff that a lot of our guys are doing, and that's mass milling flyers, online presence, those kind of things. I think there's a lot of things that we can do that really costs us nothing or next to nothing that we don't utilize enough. We talked about it earlier in one of our podcasts and quality work. Going above and beyond is marketing. If you can go above and beyond on your projects, do more than what you're paid to do and make sure the customer knows you're doing more than what you got paid to do. That's above and beyond that that customer is going to go talk to somebody else about. When somebody does something exceptionally well, they're going to talk about you. If you're just going to do what's expected, they're probably not going to talk about you too much. Yeah, you stopped my leaks and I got a good roof. But, you know, you, you weren't, you know, figure out what are ways that you can separate yourself that you did something special for that person that made him feel like he was somebody, not just another number. That's marketing. That's something that's going to get referrals. Asking that person for referrals is something that you can do. Just ask, hey, who do you know we can help? You know, who else do you know that we can help? These people know people and just ask them something that I know we've talked about before, but is ask for referrals when you're bidding the job. Don't always just wait till you got the job. Ask for it when you're bidding the job, because when you ask that question, hey, who do you know that we can help? You know, anybody else that I should know. And before you've ever turned in a quote for him, he can assume that if he helps you, you will help him with the price. If you wait till the roof's done and he's a happy customer, asking that question only benefits you potentially. Don't be afraid to ask the same question later in the, in the process. But, um, you know, those are, those are things that I think does not get done enough. You know, it's very simple to do, but it takes a little bit of bravery sometimes to just ask them, you know, especially if you haven't worked for them yet, especially if you're, it's maybe your first time that you've met him. There's a lot of, a lot of little things like that, that you can do something that we talked about before. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast is, but having yard signs, you know, that can be marketing. That you can put in the yard, ask the customer, hey, do you mind if we put a yard sign in? Most of them aren't going to care. Make sure you're going to strategically place that sign where the customer sees it. He doesn't know, but it's there for him. So he sees it and is reminded of that quote he got from you every time that he drives by it. If he's got three or four other bids and nobody else did that, guess who's going to have be in his mind? Guess who's more likely probably going to get the job because he's going to see that over and over and over and almost start thinking that he knows you. Maybe even put your face on that sign if you can. He sees you every time he leaves the driveway. Mm-hmm. Most of those other people are going to wait to put the yard sign in till their job's done, till the job is in job. process. Yes, you can get some other people seeing the sign or get potential leads off of that, but primarily think this is for him, the guy you put the quote out for. So I don't know. There's a lot of little things like that that we can do that I think would be modeling that works and that you know might be stuff that we're just kind of letting slide and slip. It's so simple and it really takes almost no effort to do. Modeling what works is really a shortcut to success because it's been proven to work for someone else. And if you model that, if you do the similar thing, you should also get results. Won't always work in everything. But then once you have success, once you're successful in a certain area, then try new things. With the environment we're in, people might want to see a mailer or an online advertisement more or sooner 
than a cold call. I mean, times can change some things. So find what is working for others and model that and shortcut mm-hmm. your, your path to success. One thing you can't model is experience. You, know, you can go do everything the same as, you know, one of our roofers is Wayne Miller. You can call Wayne Miller up and say, what are you doing? And you can go do almost everything the same as what he's going to be doing. And it's not guaranteed you're going to get the same result because you don't have the experience. You don't speak to your customer at the same level of urgency. You don't speak to your customer with the same level of conviction. You don't, there's a lot of things that experience will bring, but modeling what works, it's, it's a sure way of being on the right track, but then being willing to stick it out, being willing to say, okay, if he can do it, I can do it. And oftentimes that result, the better result comes with more experience. Hey, 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 before you leave, let me ask you a question. Have you ever struggled with knowing how to open a conversation? Have you ever struggled with knowing how to close the sale? Elias Rayburn and his twin brother, Matt, put together a small booklet titled Simplify the Sale that teaches you how to open conversations and how to close the sale. You can download your copy for free at smarterroofer.com forward slash simplify. Again, download your copy for free at smarterroofer.com forward slash simplify. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.